word that he has spoken unto me. And they said, let us rise up and build. So they strengthened their hands for this good work. And I want to use part of that scripture tonight for my text. Let us rise up and build. I want to preach tonight on the thought, let's do this. Have the right mindset. Let us pray. Pastor, please stand and pray, sir, for the messenger. Messenger, please. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. Amen. I'm not going to go through the entire background of this, but Nehemiah was there, of course, in the king's palace. He was a cupbearer, and uh, he had gotten word, actually asked one of his brothers how things were going, and he told him, not too good. And even though the temple had been built, but the walls had been really neglected. Not only the walls were not built up, but there was fire. The gates were on fire. And Nehemiah when he got word, he, be, he got sad. And he went to work sad. You don't go to work sad. At least not in that day. He was the king's cupbearer. Right. He expected his people to have joy and be happy. Yes. No, it's not like some of us. We go into work mad. You don't like it? Suck it up. Come on now, you know what I'm saying. We go in there grumpy, complaining. We don't get fired. But in that day, they could get executed. And so here he was sad. And the king said, hey, why are you sad today? Being that you're not sick. And then that's when he began to pour out his heart. Tell him he had a reason to be sad. The people, his people, and the, and the temple, and the gates there, and the walls, and the people were in distress. And the king said, well, what do you want me to do? And so he began to... Pray to God. God, what do you want me to tell him? And God told him what to say. And guess what? The king gave him permission to go back and begin to build. He gave him the means because this man, Nehemiah, said something has to be done. Something has to be done. Amen. We cannot, I will not refuse to sit back. I may have a good job. I may have good security, but I got to do something for my God. Amen. Because there's a saying, there's a saying, this life will soon pass and only was done for Christ will last. I know it's a cliche, but really there's some truth in that. Amen. This life is going to pass away. And if you gain the world, I say if you gain the world and you lose your soul, what is it going to profit you if you get houses and lands and money and popularity? I thank God tonight. I don't want all of that. I want what God wants. And when you delight yourself in God, he will absolutely give you the desires of your heart. He will give you riches and he will not add any sorrow with it. Amen. Note, 
here. Nehemiah had went there, and there he began to do an inspection of the current condition. After he finished, he said to the rulers there in verse 17, basically said, you see the mess we're in? This is messed up. But let me tell you verse 17. You can put it up there if they want to. Verse 17. He said, then I said unto them, ye see the distress that we are in. This affliction, this great need, this reproach, this should not be. Amen. And he goes on, he says, how Jerusalem lies waste and the gates thereof are burned with fire. And listen to his words. Come and let us build up the wall of Jerusalem that we be no more a reproach. When we look at the condition of America, when we look at the condition of St. Louis, amen? One might say, can't you see? Can't you see the distress? Can't you see what's happening in our city? There's people getting killed in our schools. There's people just driving recklessly, killing people, and all kinds of sin. As I was driving down Broadway, I shared it the other day, saw all kinds of sin, and I had to just turn away from it because the psalmist said, turn away my eyes from beholding vanity, but quicken me in the way. That word quicken means revive me. Oh, God, turn my eyes away from all the garbage that's out there in the world, and there's a lot of garbage out there. I went to a workplace a few days ago. Went to a workplace. That's how, there's no safe haven in these places you go. You better have, you better be prayed up and walking in the spirit. I went in that workplace, man, those ladies wearing their girdles. Anyway, I, I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say that. I better be nice. I shouldn't say that. But anywhere, you know, in workplace, they wearing these really tight, tight, whatever. And then got their legs all up in the chair and everything and talking to one another, talking garbage and all that stuff. And I began, I said, I can't look at that. Amen? Can't get a Christian. I'm not going to stand here and have a conversation with them because they may think I want to talk to them. Can't get a witness. The Bible says to abstain all, abstain every appearance of evil. The Bible says abstain fornication. Amen. The Bible says if you look on a woman to lust after her, you've already committed adultery. Amen. We got to stay away from that junk. We got to rise up. We got, we got saved. How many got saved? Amen. How many been born again? How many born again? How many been filled with the Holy Ghost? Then greater is he that is in me than the junk and the garbage that's in the world. Amen. Goodbye sin. Goodbye pleasures. You know, we do look at our condition of our country. And one may think with, Jeremiah, with Nehemiah, also with David. David said this in Psalm 11, verse 3. And sadly, sometimes things can creep into the church. But Psalm 11, verse 3, David said, If the foundations, that means the basic moral support, if the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? God give us an answer. How many believe that God got answers in his Bible? 
What can the righteous do when it seems like we're in a mess and the foundations, the very core, the very principles are being destroyed? God gives the answer. Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14. God said, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves, get off your high horse, will you? Amen. God resists the proud. God hates pride. Amen. He abhors it. Amen. I said, God, I have a little note written in my Bible. I have a little note to just in certain places. When I read, I read a lot, certain places. I have this note. I began, I said, God, deliver me from every ounce of pride. And God, in any desire, in a desire, my heart to want to be recognized beyond measure, God, deliver me from it. Amen. Say, preacher, why? Because I want to get to heaven. It's not that I'm afraid. Yes, I am afraid, but I'm not afraid. But the Bible said we ought to fear him. We ought to walk in the fear of God. Even Nehemiah tell him over there later on. Ought we not to walk in the fear of God? Amen. Should not the fear of God be upon our lives? God said to my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray, pray. Amen. Rise up and pray. You see the people in the Bible that Paul talked about, they rose up to play. Amen. We're not rising up to play. Amen. We don't come to prayer meeting. We came to prayer meeting to pray. Can I get a witness? To pray, to connect with God. Amen. To get tuned in with the Lord and say, Lord, direct my steps. Amen. Oh, that my ways, oh, that my ways were directed by God. Oh, oh, that my statutes, or whatever the case may be. I'm getting a bit, let me slow down. Oh, that my ways will be directed to keep thy statutes. The psalmist also said, I will keep thy statutes forsake me not utterly you know we need to keep God's ways amen how many agree with that tonight he said to pray and then he said to seek my face I mean get down to business and say God I need you and you keep asking him God do something in my life change me help me Fill me with the Holy Ghost. Help me to get rid of this bad attitude. Amen. Help me to get rid of this cursing. Amen. Help me to get rid of this cheating in my life. Help me to get rid of this laziness. Because when it comes to the things of God, begin to say, God, I need you. I need you to ignite a fire in my soul. Ignite a fire. I want to be burning and burning and burning and burning. God, do something in my life. Amen. Do something in my life, Lord. Says, seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. And wicked is not just going out cursing and killing somebody. It's not it's anything that's immoral, anything that's wrong, that's not right. Says, turn from their wicked ways, and that then will I hear from heaven. I will forgive their sins. I will heal their land. We want revival. Here's the answer. But we got to do it consistently. Amen. We can't just do it every once in a while. We got to be consistent. Amen. God, give me the grace to consistently, consistently pray for revival. Holy, Holy Ghost revival. How bad he said it this morning, but I have it here. 
Let's not just talk about it. Let's not just whine about it. Let's not have a doomsday party. Okay, well, the world coming to an end. Oh, eat, drink, and be merry. You better do more than eat, drink, and be merry. Jesus said, watch and pray. For you know not when the day is. Jesus doesn't waste words. We may waste words at times, but Jesus doesn't waste any words. But let's do this. Let's do it. Yes, let's do this. We even got, a, we even got the telephone. Somebody called and said, yeah, let's do this. Let's do it. They called and said, let's do this. Yeah, listen to that preacher. Let's do this. Let's do what Nehemiah said. First of all, he said, come and let us. Let's unite. Let's unite. God loves unity. There is power in unity. Amen. Shall we have some lettuce tonight? I want to give you some lettuce tonight. How many want, how many praying about it? I need to lose weight? Don't raise your hand. That's just a rhetorical question, okay? Let's have some lettuce tonight, shall we? Help us lose some weight so we can work for God. But first, before I get to the lettuce, Psalm 133, verse 1. The Bible tells us, the psalmist said, we may hear it, but do you really say, God, I want this in my heart and in my mind? Psalm 133, verse 1. Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren, brothers and sisters, to dwell together in unity. Now for the letters. Philippians chapter 3, verse 16. Paul said, let us walk by the same rule. Let that person come to church, will you? Let them come on. Say, come on. Say, we come on to church. Amen. Thank God for the support. But anyway. said, let us walk by the same rule. Let us mind, let us mind the same thing. Nehemiah said, let us build up the wall. When you think about let us, it speaks of let's do this together. Together. Amen. Not one person, two or three people, but everybody collectively. Let's stop making excuses why we can't do it together. Say, but preach, I've been hurt. Who hasn't been hurt? Jesus was hurt. He was hurt. They nailed him to the cross. They crucified him. But he didn't come down. He didn't complain and say, oh, I've been hurt. Everybody doing me wrong and this happened and that happened. No. He said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. You know, when you got a beef with somebody, when you got a beef with somebody, when you got a beef with somebody, you need to pray. Amen. I remember I was working on this job. I was working on this job. This is my last night. Do you mind if I take my time a little bit, Pastor? Okay, praise God. Sometime on the last night, I preached about two or three hours. Just teasing, just teasing, just teasing. <laughs> but I was working on this job, and this guy, this guy, I went to work, and matter of fact, just real quick, I had bought this shirt, this T-shirt. I didn't wear it openly. I had a work shirt, but I, I bought this T-shirt. It said, I just realized I don't care. How many ever, don't raise your hand. How many ever had that attitude? 
that I just don't care. All right, somebody raise their hand. I said, don't raise your hand, but that's all right. Praise the Lord. <laughs> and so uh, I wore that shirt today, that uh, this particular day. I'm a preacher now, preacher, Holy Ghost filled preacher, amen. Starting the church for God. I'm going to work at this machine shop. Wrong day to wear that shirt. Preacher wasn't prayed up. I know some of you never been in that position, right? And this guy, he started picking on me. How I many just picking on me? Tim, Tim, and just Tim this, you know, this and that. Tim, Tim, Tim. And finally, I realized I had a shirt on. And I had it with him. And I was like Superman. I opened up my shirt. I said, read it. <laughs> he read it. But as I opened it up and said, read it, the Holy Ghost smote me. He smote you, the Holy Ghost? Yes, it was. I began to feel uneasy because I didn't have to go that far, though he went that far. Now, I know we Christians, we're saved and we don't have to be solved. But again, we, we got to know our limits, too, because people are watching us. Amen. Oh, he got upset. And the guy was just saying, Tim, 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 Tim. You know, I even went to the guy. Now, you don't have to do this. I know some of you probably wouldn't do that. You probably never apologize to anybody. But uh, I, said, I said to him, I said, sir, I apologize. I, re- I reacted the wrong way. I really did. I reacted out of Christian character because people are watching. And I, he was thankful. Now, he never came to church, but he never bothered me again that way. Amen? <laughs> So that was good, amen. At least I did get him off my back one way or another. Amen, praise the Lord. But let's look at, they had a let us mindset. Mindset is defined as a set of beliefs or an established set of attitudes held by someone. Now, Nehemiah, when you look at this, he had the right attitude. And he was encouraging the people to have the right attitude, the right mindset. And I'm thankful, and I'm thankful. I know no preacher is perfect. I probably don't have to say that. But I'm thankful that I know this for a fact, that Pastor Devonshire has the right mindset. Amen? That he wants to see something done for God. He's not looking at all the problems they had and all the setbacks they had, though sometimes the devil may try to bring it up in his face, but what he's doing is looking unto Jesus who said, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. You just keep following me, you just keep praying, and you just keep encouraging them, and you're going to see the reward. Amen. Hallelujah! There's a reward when you have the right attitude. Amen. There's a reward. Amen. There's a reward in it. So things look bleak. So what? There's light. Amen. So they got on the board. Nehemiah said, Let us. Let us do this. Secondly, when he said, Let us do this, he said, Let us come. He said, Let us rise up. Well, the people, rather, excuse me, slow down, brother love, slow down, slow down, slow down. The people were on board, and they had the right mindset. Now they were saying, let us rise up. Let us rise up. You see how that works? The leader told them what to do. He told them the condition. Amen. By God, by the Holy Ghost, began to inspire these people. And they began to say, 
Let us. Let us rise up. Let's rise up with the pastor. God is on our side. How many believe God is on our side? He's on our side whether you believe it or not. Amen. The Bible says, if God be for us, who can be against us? Amen. If God is on my side, if God is fighting my battles and he's fighting our battles, amen, we can win. Because the Bible says, whatsoever is born of God overcoming this world. And this is the victory. This is the faith. This is the victory that overcoming the world. Even our faith. How many want that faith tonight? All you got to do is call on the Lord. The Bible said, call on the Lord and you shall be saved and you can become victorious. I usually, I usually pray. I usually pray, endeavor to pray, God, give us a soul searching, soul cleansing, life changing, long lasting, Holy Ghost revival. But as I was thinking about this today, and praying earlier, I added another word right in the middle. I said, Lord, give us a soul searching, soul cleansing, victorious. Oh, hallelujah. <laughs> victorious. Amen. Because, you know, sometimes God can clean us up, but then we go back. But let it be victorious, God. Victorious. Let it be life-changing. Let it be long-lasting. That, God, when these services over, we're going to unite together like never before. We're going to get at it, and we're going to stay at it. Amen. And we're not going to back up, and we're not going to slack off. Why? Because God is going to give us the grace to do it. Amen. God's going to give us the grace to do it. You know, we got to have that attitude. The right attitude. Not a negative attitude. I said not a negative attitude. Not a doubtful attitude. Not a weird attitude. Amen. God help us. I mean, I really mean, I'm not just saying it, but God help us. God doesn't want his people to be weird. Now, I know sometimes I can be weird. We all can. But, you know, the world is watching us. Amen. The world is watching us. And the world is saying, are they real? Or are they just putting on? But I'm glad tonight there's some real Christians here. Some real Christians. They may not talk a lot about it. They may not even say, pray, pray out really loud. But they real. They got the goods. Amen. Listen, I like the attitude of Caleb. Caleb had a positive attitude. When the 10 spies said, we can't do it. Too many giants in the land. There's too many obstacles in the land. We can't go up. But listen to what Caleb said. He said, let us. There's some lettuce right there. Let us go up at once and possess it. For we are well able to overcome it. I like that. Amen. That's a man after God's own heart. He was a leader. He said, I don't care how many giants there are. I don't care how many obstacles there are. God said, it's our land. Amen. Jesus said, I'm going to build my church. He didn't say the word about how many obstacles we're going to have. He said, just get to work. Amen. Jesus said, I must work the work of him that sent me while it is day. Church, we got work to do. Amen. Let's rise up above our fears and let's work for God. Let's work for God. 
Now, if you've been praying to receive the Holy Ghost, and you not receive the Holy Ghost, you need the Holy Ghost. And you need to come to the altar and pray for the Holy Ghost. And don't give up, don't quit. I know where I'm at. I just want to really, I want to slow down and think for a moment. And I'm thinking, because there's something on my mind earlier. You know, Jesus was full of the Holy Ghost. And he went about doing good. And not only doing good, but he was casting out devils. All those that were oppressed of the devil. You know, there's people that are oppressed by the devil. And they, and they need deliverance. But they got to want deliverance. They got to want help. Can I get a witness? They got to want help. And the best thing to do when you come to the altar, you know you got a problem. Say, preacher, I don't like when you slow it down. I, I don't either. When you come to the altar, you know you got a problem. You said, ask, raise your hand to the pastor. Pastor, I just need you to pray for me. And when the pastor come over there and pray for you, just listen to the prayer. Just let him pray for you. So you can get help. God doesn't want you to leave the same way you came in this place. But if you don't rise up and just come to the altar, and get down on your knees and just say, Lord, let the pastor just pray for me. And I believe I can get some peace in my life because my life is a mess. It's full of turmoil. It's full of drama. And I need some help. And if you believe God when the preacher, brother, the pastor, myself, or whoever, a Christian, when they lay hands on you and pray for you, you can be free. Amen. You can be free. And all you have to do is say, God, I thank you for setting me free and go about living a Christian life. Amen. Because God has made us more than conquerors. I said, God has made us more than conquerors, not just talkers. Amen. But he made us conquerors. I don't want to be just a talker. I want to be a walker. But I better move on. I better move on. My time is almost short. I want to move on because there's something else in this message here. Rise up, Bill. All right, we're rising up. Let's build. Let's build. It's time to rise up and build up the walls of true holiness. True holiness and not worldliness. It's time to build up the walls of peace. Peace. And unity and not enmity. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 14. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 14. Listen to what the Apostle Paul said. Follow peace with all men. Follow peace with all men. I was looking at the word in the Greek, and it comes really from a verb. I spell the word just because I said it wrong, ero, whatever, E-I-R-O. But it means to join. And when you join, you're joining yourself together. And when you join yourself together, you should be at peace. 
It's like a husband and wife. When a man leaves his mother and father and he cleaves to his wife, they become one. Amen. They become one flesh. They become one in union. A brother, one in union. Amen. No more pulling here and pulling there, pulling in opposite, opposite direction. Pull together. Work together. Amen. Let me move on. Move on. I'm sorry. I apologize, Pastor Devonshire, but at least let me get this, get this here. Follow peace with all men and holiness, without which no man. Listen what the Bible says. Without which no man should see the Lord. Let's build up the walls of love, not hatred. Look up. Everybody look up. Look up. What's up there? What's up there? God is love. Amen. Sometimes when you're feeling down and you feel like you got some hatred in your heart, just look up. God is love. God is love. Build up the walls of love, not hatred. A few verses. First John. First John. And John just makes it plain. First John chapter 4, verse 7 and 8. Beloved, let us love one another. We don't have to like what the person is doing, but the Bible said, let us love one another. For love is of God, and everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. Verse 8, verse 8, 1 John chapter 4, verse 8. He that loveth not, knoweth not God. For God is love. Hatred stirred up strife, the Bible says, but love covers a multitude of sin. Love will look beyond the faults and failures of others and see a need to help them. And then 1 John chapter 2, verse 9. said, Preacher, I'm so glad you're leaving. Well, I'm not going to say I'm so glad I'm leaving, but I'm so glad to be on this journey. 1 John chapter 2, verse 9. This is what John says. He, and this goes pretty much in somewhere we're pastor preaching this morning. He that said he's in the light and hated his brother or sister is in darkness even unto now. Now, he, he put me on the spot today. So you're going to be Jesus. I said, man, come on, be Jesus. Come on. Let me be uh, Paul, whoever. Not Jesus. But anyway, but you know, maybe he heard my prayer. Maybe he heard my prayer. I've been praying. I said, Jesus, help me. Help me to empty myself. I want to be more like you. If you don't mean it, don't pray that way. Because let me tell you something. When you pray that way, he's going to find out if you really want to be that way. Can I get a witness? So if you're not serious about it, don't pray that way. Amen. But we ought to be serious about it because Jesus said, follow me. Amen. But let's go on. He said, he that said he's in the light and hated his brother. And you all can probably get ready to come. I just got a few more things, but you could come. He that hated his brother is in darkness even unto now. I like how he brought up the scripture in Matthew, I believe 20, Matthew 6, verse 23. And I've read it, but when you bring out that light in you can be darkness. You know, how can light be darkness? Well, like you brought it up, that knowledge that you have, it can be darkness, obscurity, corrupt. But we want the true light, amen? How many want the true light? Let's do this. Let's build up the wall of love. This is what John says. Beloved, 
if God so love us, we ought also to love one another. Church, let's continue to build up. Amen. How are we going to continue to build up and build up God's work? We're going to say, God, I want a fire. I want a fresh, fresh fire. Amen. How you get a fresh? How many want a fresh, fresh fire? The Bible says, praying in the Holy Ghost. They already know I'm trying to get that song, amen, but whatever the case may be. I'm putting my picture in already. But I was thinking about this, said, pray, said, preach, I'm tired of hearing that song. I'm not, I want to pray it. God sent a fresh, fresh fire. And the Bible said, praying in the Holy Ghost, amen. Building, praying in the Holy Ghost. How many want to pray in the Holy Ghost? Build up your most holy faith. Keep yourself in the love of God. Church, we got to pray, we got to read our Bible, we got to come to, our, come to church service, and we got to soul win. Amen. We got to evangelize, yeah. and we got to be consistent. Paul said, this is what Paul said. He said, therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as you know, your labor is not in vain in the Lord. So tonight, church, I'm saying let's rise up and let's build and let's be strong. Because they encourage one another. They say we're going to be strong for the work. How many want to be strong for the work? God has commanded us to be strong, not to be afraid, not to be dismayed. He said, lo, I'm with you all way, even to the end of the world. So church, let's rise up. Rise up now. Stand to your feet as pastor come. Stand. Let's rise up and begin to build for God.